Musical coronation for the British nation. The semi-finals will take place before this on Tuesday, May 9th, and Thursday, May 11th. The United Kingdom is hosting Eurovision on behalf of Ukraine in 2023. Here's a recap of everything that's happened since the Kalush Orchestra lifted the Eurovision trophy back in May 2022. The 67th contest, organized by the European Broadcasting Union, EBU, and the BBC on behalf of 2022 winners Ukraine, will be held at Liverpool Arena on May 9, 11 and 13, 2023. Of the 37 nations taking part, 31 will compete in two semi-finals with 10 successful acts from each semi-final joining four, France, Germany, Italy, and Spain, of the Big Five, with hosts the United Kingdom and Ukraine in the grand final. The BBC agreed to stage the 2023 event on behalf of Ukrainian broadcaster UA. PBC following their win at this year's contest in Turin with Kalush Orchestras, Stefania. Eurovision has officially begun as the first semi-final in Liverpool is completed. Two days after the dramatic first semi-final, the second knockout stage of this year's Eurovision Song Contest comes live from Liverpool on Thursday evening. 16 countries will compete for 10 places in Saturday night's grand finale. Just a week after the coronation of King Charles III and Queen Consort Camilla, spot is on in Liverpool. King Charles III and the Queen Consort visited the venue in Liverpool on Tuesday and unveiled the event's set. They also met singer Mae Muller who is on home turf at the Eurovision Song Contest, representing the United Kingdom in Liverpool with her pop hit, I Wrote a Song. BBC Director General Tim Davey said, It is an honour that His Majesty the King and Her Majesty the Queen Consort have come here today to reveal the fantastic staging for our Eurovision Song Contest programming. The King and Queen Consort also pushed a button to officially light up the arena for the first time. The venue has been fitted with more than 2,000 specialist lighting fixtures with a pink, blue, and yellow colour scheme to match this year's Eurovision logo. The cabling for the lighting, sound, and video could reach 8 miles if rolled out. 160 million viewers will be watching the final around the world, while around 6,000 fans will be in the arena for each of the shows. Tickets have sold out, but there will be a Eurovision Village fan zone for thousands to watch the event on big screens, and a two-week cultural festival in the city will also run alongside the competition. The BBC, together with the European Broadcasting Union, EBU, will organize the contest in consultation with UA. PBC, Ukraine's public broadcaster, and last year's winners of the contest. The grand final for this year's contest, hosted in Liverpool on behalf of 2022 winners Ukraine, will open with last year's winners Kalush Orchestra and a powerful performance titled, Voices of a New Generation. During the Eurovision flag parade of all 26 grand finalists, viewers will be treated to a unique performance by some iconic past Ukrainian Eurovision contestants. For the first interval performance, the United Kingdom's very own spaceman Sam Ryder will return to the Eurovision stage before being followed by the Liverpool Songbook, a celebration of the host city's incredible contribution to the world of pop music. The BBC has brought together six iconic past Eurovision acts, Italy's Mahmoud, Israel's Netta, Iceland's Die Frere, Sweden's Cornelia Jacobs, Duncan Lawrence from the Netherlands, plus Liverpool's very own Sonia, celebrating 30 years since she came second at Eurovision. Martin Green, BBC's managing director of the Eurovision Song Contest, added, 
We are incredibly proud to be hosting the Eurovision Song Contest on behalf of Ukraine and welcoming delegations from 37 countries to Liverpool. The BBC is committed to making the event a true reflection of Ukrainian culture and showcasing British creativity to a global audience. In the second semi-final on Thursday, May 11, the theme, Music Unites Generations, explores the connection between generations of Ukrainians and the music they love. United by Music The slogan is, United by Music, and demonstrates the unique partnership between the United Kingdom, Ukraine, and host city Liverpool to bring the Eurovision Song Contest to audiences across the globe and to shine a light on the incredible power of music to bring communities together. It also reflects the very origins of the contest, developed to bring Europe closer together through a shared television experience across different countries. When asked what is his message, Marco Mengoni from Italy who will be performing Duvide at the first semi-final at the Liverpool Arena, responded with, enjoy Eurovision, enjoy music, and enjoy being together. Martin Green added, we are incredibly proud to be hosting the Eurovision Song Contest on behalf of Ukraine and welcoming delegations from 37 countries to Liverpool. The BBC is committed to making the event a true reflection of Ukrainian culture and showcasing British creativity to a global audience. The UK is hosting the Eurovision Song Contest for a record night time having previously stepped in to host the event for other broadcasters in London in 1960 and 1963, in Edinburgh in 1972, and in Brighton in 1974. The BBC also staged the contest following four of their five wins in London in 1968 and 1977, Harrogate in 1982, and Birmingham in 1998. However, Liverpool is no newcomer in the music world. It was here where the famous rock and pop band The Beatles was formed in the 1960s with more than 600 million records sold, and according to estimates by their record company Emmy, even more than 1 billion. The Beatles is the most successful band in music history. The Beatles statue on the pierhead in Liverpool depicts the larger-than-life Fab Four casually strolling along the River Mersey. The statue, which features striking details that renders each band member remarkably lifelike, arrived on Liverpool's waterfront in December 2015. This is only one of many must-visits for Beatles fans, and it's conveniently located near a great deal of other iconic spots. It's only about a kilometre away from two of the clubs in which the Beatles began to create a name for themselves, the Jacaranda and the Cavern Club, which still host live music today. Also worthy of checking out is the Liverpool Beatles Museum which houses one of the largest Beatles collections in the world, featuring over 1,000 never-before-seen authentic items across three floors. More news about the coronation.